Welcome, everybody, to Chris's Mic Drop. This is week 13 of our podcast, and once again, we're going to be taking a look at uh, the Broncos, both where they've been and where they're going. The big story this week, of course, that we have to talk about is Drew Locke. Uh, sure sounds, all the buzz out there after uh, Vic Fangio's press conference. Uh, it, it sure sounds like Drew Locke, uh, it's his job to lose this week as far as becoming the Broncos quarterback. And then if Drew Locke is the quarterback uh, against the Chargers and Phillip Rivers, there's no turning back. He will be the quarterback against Houston. He will be the quarterback at Kansas City. Two tough assignments on the road there. And then we always anticipated him playing in those last two home games against the Lions and the Raiders. Uh, if the Broncos do play uh, Locke, uh, and they should, in my estimation, um, I think it's uh, making. I think they're making the right move. I kind of looked at the other quarterbacks around the league, and 24 of the 32 quarterbacks out there played quite a bit their rookie year. Now, included in some of the eight quarterbacks that didn't play in their first year were some of the game's best: Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, and uh, Patrick Mahomes. You can you can make a case that those are the four best um, quarterbacks in the league. So Kirk Cousins, another one who had to wait a while. Jimmy Garoppolo uh, had to wait a while. But by and large, <clears throat> when you have uh, someone drafted as high as Drew Locke, which was high in the second round, people play him right away. I, I also think that's what's helping the decision. I, I think the Broncos went back and forth on the Drew Locke decision on when to play him. They were hoping that Brandon Allen played a little better all the way through so they could uh, have Drew Locke continue to practice and push his start date uh, back a bit. But Brandon Allen, uh, I, I went back and watched, uh, re-watched that game against Buffalo. And I know he struggled watching the game live. I didn't know he struggled that much uh, watching the game over again. That wind, uh, he just was no match for the wind. Uh, start right there, that crosswind, his, his ball just didn't have enough, enough oomph on it. Uh, I don't think uh, Tredavious White shut down Cortland Sutton so much as uh, Allen couldn't get Sutton the ball. Uh, Sutton did have one nice 27-yard catch. It was a beautiful pass from Allen early in the game uh, against the win, by the way. And, uh, but that was really his last good throw against the win. Had another nice play with Noah Fant. But otherwise, Brandon Allen struggled. And I think that was really kind of the deciding factor. It sure seems like the team is leaning toward Drew Locke being the, the starting quarterback here. Uh, against the Chargers. And, you know, Locke got a lot of uh, comparisons to uh, uh, Jay Cutler. You know, they both played on teams that got beat up in the SEC. Uh, Cutler at Vanderbilt and a strong arm, but a lot of losses. Uh, Drew Locke, not as many losses at Missouri. They had a couple good years there, uh, but they were not an SEC power by any means. And uh, he got beat up, got a strong arm. They kind of look alike. Uh, their, their smile, their facial uh, features uh, kind of look alike. Uh, however, um, Drew Locke, uh, much more easier going. I think much more likable. And from what I'm gathered, the, the players in the locker room uh, do like Drew Locke. Uh, Vaughn Miller has spoken very highly of him. Uh, Chris Harris said on uh, the radio that he thinks Drew Locke is playing on Sunday as long as he shows that he's healthy in practice this week. So. Would anticipate Drew Locke, and that's really the whole story. It doesn't matter if the Broncos win or lose, although winning and losing 
tends to be the final uh, evaluation point on how well you played. Uh, you play well enough to win, you played well. If you uh, didn't quite um, play well enough to win and you lose, uh, then you didn't play good enough. That's how it works in the NFL, whether the game matters to you making the playoffs or not. The Broncos are 3-8. and eight. Uh, The game last week against Buffalo went pretty much uh, as I had feared in that I didn't think the Broncos were going to bring the energy. Um, I had said they, they, left, they emptied the tank three weeks in a row at Indianapolis against the Cleveland Browns and at Minnesota, not in that order, by the way, played really well in those games and wound up one and two. When they, I think when the defense saw Allen struggling and the offense wasn't going to score, I think it broke the spirit of the defense. And so Drew Locke, that's another reason for Drew Locke to play. You know, uh, right now this team is down. That's about as bad a game as they can have at Buffalo. They got whipped on both sides of the ball. They need a shot in the arm. And uh, Drew Locke can give that to him, so do anticipate that. Uh, we had a nice conversation this week with Devontae Harris. He's uh, a surprise starting cornerback opposite Chris Harris. And, yes, he's been picked on a little bit the last two weeks, no doubt about it. Uh, but when you're playing opposite Chris Harris, that's going to happen. When you're playing for the first time, he's essentially a rookie this year. He didn't play last year for the Bengals as, as a cornerback, a couple games as a special teamer. But uh, so he's really a rookie at a cornerback. They're picking on him. He adjusts well. He's a smart kid. He's a mature kid. He's overcome tons of adversity, both while growing up uh, with his family life. He's uh, very open about his, uh, you know, his mom. His, both his older brothers were incarcerated. His mom turned to drugs. He wound up getting adopted by cousins. And yet Devontae Harris turned out to be a fine young man and uh, a fine NFL player at that. Cut by the Bengals. How about that? Who gets cut by the Bengals? And uh, that's about as low as it can go. And yet it was the best thing that ever happened to Devontae Harris this year. So enjoy the interview we have with Devontae Harris. And then on the other side uh, of our interview that I know you'll enjoy, um, we'll talk more about the Broncos' upcoming game against the Chargers and what looks like will be the NFL debut of second-round rookie quarterback Drew Locke. We'll talk to you on the other side. Devontae, welcome. How's it going? Good. How are you? Doing well. I don't know if you speak to kids. Um, if you do, I mean, what you got to tell them is when you got, you got cut by the Bengals, uh, right? Yeah. And it's the best thing that ever happened to you. It is. It was. It was. A, it was a blessing in disguise. What I call it. Yeah. And I mean, is that something that you can share with other people? That uh, you know, it it probably looked bad at the time, right? Yeah, it is. You, for sure. you basically, when you get cut, do you, you feel like you you get fired? You go through those feelings that you know, someone's saying you're not good enough. Yeah. And then look what happened. You're getting way more playing time yeah. here than you would have in Cincinnati. Exactly. So uh, for me, um, I didn't really take it too hard uh, just because um, I, I didn't feel like the environment was the best environment for me. I, I didn't feel like it was a place for me to uh, grow long term just mm -hmm. as, as far as like uh, um, the opportunities. You mean, I, like I feel like I didn't get as many opportunities there. So for, for me, like it wasn't um, the worst thing to happen. Like maybe the way that it, that, that it happened you yeah. mean, wasn't like the, the uh, most 
um, ideal way of going out. But um, for me, it was kind of a blessing in disguise, and it was a it was a big eye opener in regards to how the league works and how it feels to be in that position. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was also, you mean, a great opportunity for me to go somewhere else and and, and go uh, make plays. Did you think you'd be playing this much? I mean, you're playing every snap. Yeah, uh, not, not exactly. Whenever I first got here, I really just wanted an opportunity. I, I wanted uh, an opportunity to go somewhere, um, show my talent. And uh, like initially when I first got here, uh, my idea was to go and be a special teams pro bowler. So I wanted to fly around a gunner, fly around kickoff, mm -hmm. whatever um, they wanted me to do, um, I wanted to be the best at it. And, and, uh, and I figured that coming from Cincinnati with only special teams experience, that's what the role I was going to get. You're an intelligent, mature guy, uh, especially uh, getting to know a little bit about your, your upbringing. It wasn't yep. the easiest, right? Yep. Uh, uh, not, not at all. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, mom, dad, uh, yep. just, just your, you know, how you were brought up there in Wichita, Kansas. Yeah. Uh, so initially I was brought up with uh, just my mom. My real dad really wasn't around. Um, it was my two older brothers. Um, and I want to say um, when I was in fourth grade, uh, both of my uh, older brothers, um, they ended up getting in, in trouble with the law. Uh, both got incarcerated and they were in a juvenile detention center. Um, and it really took a, a fall on my mom really hard. And uh, she, um, she coped, her, her mechanism for coping was uh, through drugs. So uh, she kind of uh, fell off the wagon in regards to that. And it was just kind of me uh, trying to figure it out and fend for myself uh, for a decent amount of years. Um, and then going into my uh, sophomore year of high school, I ended up um, getting basically adopted by my two older cousins. And um, from that point on, they became uh, my parents. I mean, how did you, how did you end up uh, and not fall you know, on the wrong side of things? Uh, I just kind of live off principles, you know what I mean? And I feel like uh, no matter what situation you're in or what environment you're in, everyone knows right from wrong. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like uh, as long as I continue to steer the, in the right path, then good things will happen. How about uh, going forward here with, with the Broncos, three and eight? Yep. Tough year here. Yep. Um, what do you hope to get out of uh, you know these last five games, starting with Sunday against the Chargers? Yep. Uh, I hope to uh, really come in uh, in my own. You mean so I can uh, contribute to the defense and contribute to the team? Uh, in, in, in a big way, and that's why I've been around uh, Chris a lot, uh, Justin, uh, K-Jack, just asking a bunch of questions, and um, just really been a sponge uh, to those guys. So uh, really, um, I just want to uh, put myself in a position to where the team can be better um, because my presence is felt um, by their offense. You know, with Chris on the other side, um, uh, you know, you are going to get it. Yeah. You're going to get some balls thrown your yeah, way. Exactly. How, how has that been for you, and 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 how are you holding up? I know. Uh, Couple weeks ago, Vic gave you a breather there yep. at the end of the game. How yep. did you adjust from that? Um, you mean it's just kind of one of those things. You just gotta uh, you gotta take the good plays with the bad plays. You, yeah. uh, you gotta realize that um, plays are gonna happen, but you, but you have to try and make more plays than the plays are made on you. And that's just the uh, reality of playing corner, and that's the reality of being a, a young guy in the NFL. How? Uh, what are you thinking about this? Uh, Drew Locke, Brandon Allen, who's going to be the quarterback? That's all this town is talking yeah. about. Um, I don't. I don't have much of an opinion. You know what I mean? I, like in regards to that, I, I know coach is going to make the best decision in regards to um, getting the best player on the field. So uh, we can't really focus on what they do. We just have to focus on what we do on defense. And uh, as as long as we play our game and we do what we're supposed to, um, we just kind of leave it to them to take care of their business. How about the uh, Vic Ed Donatel def the system compared yeah. to what you were at Cincinnati and what yeah. you played in college? Uh, I think it fits me more because it. Uh, 
it kind of allows me to play with it with a little more freedom. Um, mm -hmm. The uh, playbook is really big, um, but I feel like for the most part it's simplified enough to where um, it's not extremely hard to go into it and, and like adjust to it. But you I mean it still has those um, small like uh, things that that like over time you just kind of have to work at to figure out. So um, it's it's a difficult defense in some ways, but uh, for the most part um, it's it's not too bad adjusting to it. Philip Rivers. Um did you were you playing much when you were out there in LA the first time? I played the whole second half. Okay, the yep. whole second. Yep. Oh, that's right. That's yep. when you replaced Yadam. So yep. you've been against Philip. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to it. I am. I yeah. am because I, uh, I feel like there was what uh, five or six games um, since then, and it, and I've had uh, five or six games to improve. That was my first time ever really playing in the regular season on defense. That was my first game ever. Um, so. Um, I feel like he's going to get a different player. I'm going to be you mean, a lot more confident, uh, a lot more aggressive, and um, I'm just going to play um, more so my game and uh, play more confidence. Good luck, Devontae. Cool. Thanks for being here. Cool. Thank you. All right. Welcome back. This is Mike Drop. Again, this is uh, week 13 of our podcast. Just getting it off the ground this year. Hope you've uh, had a chance to listen to a couple of them. We'll keep this going on through the uh, end of the end of the year. Um, we had a nice conversation there with Devontae Harris, don't you think? Uh, a fine young man, somebody that uh, you pull for as a person. And boy, uh, what an example he's been to uh, all you youngsters out there who might be paying attention and anybody uh, in this Thanksgiving season who's been down on your luck, as bad as it is, uh, chances are it's been, uh, it's been really bad for Devontae Harris uh, at various points in his life. And look at him now. He's, he's playing every snap uh, for the Denver Broncos at the cornerback position opposite Chris Harris. So the Broncos take on Phillip Rivers. Um, they get their uh, – and, and the Los Angeles Chargers. Broncos won the first one. The way it's been happening here uh, – several times in recent years, kind of going back to the Tebow years, is uh, the, Chargers have, uh, the, the Chargers have been winning in Denver and the Broncos have been winning at the, uh, at the Chargers' home. And a lot of that has to do with the Bronco fans traveling so well uh, in the Chargers' home stadium, whether it was at Qualcomm in San Diego or uh, at uh, whatever they're calling that soccer field now, in Carson, California. The Chargers moving into LA to share Stan Kroenke's uh, stadium with the Los Angeles Rams next year. That'll be a major step up for the Chargers. Maybe they'll continue to grow a home base, but um, it's, uh, it's been tough for the Chargers who basically play 16 road games. Uh, they're competitive. Uh, they're having another one of those hard luck uh, seasons. They're, they're four and seven. Phillip Rivers has not played well. He was uh, awful in the Thursday night game against the Chiefs. The Chargers outplayed the Chiefs up uh, one side, down the other. Rivers kept throwing key interceptions in that game. So uh, we'll see how Phillip Rivers bounces back against a Bronco defense that has been good, but awful in the turnover takeaway department uh, this year. Justin Simmons got his. Uh, what was the third interception uh, last week against Josh Allen? Simmons is playing well, uh, but the, Bron the Broncos up front got pushed around. I thought the defensive line uh, got pushed around a little bit. We'll be watching Von Miller. Vaughn 
was kind of dancing with the tight end late in the game. Again, I was watching that game late with about 4.20 to go. The Bills kept running away from them. Uh, Vaughn kept locking up with the tight end, and they were just kind of dancing. And then all of a sudden, he might have stepped wrong. He's had a problem with the knee uh, all season long going back to training camp. Uh, uh, AstroTurf tends to aggravate his condition. Uh, he didn't practice Wednesday. Fangio thinks he's going to be okay, but it's, uh, it's a little more sore. Uh, I think it's good that uh, Vaughn plays at home on the grass, uh, and then maybe you take it easy on him, monitor his reps uh, on the road uh, when, they, when they take on the uh, Houston Texans and uh, Kansas City Chiefs. So uh, have to watch that with Vaughn. He's, he got his sixth sack, uh, needs four more to have his eighth double-digit sack season in um, nine years. But a tough year for Vaughn, for sure. Obviously, uh, the Broncos had some tough luck with Bradley Chubb going down early. That, you know, that, that big pass rush duo they were supposed to have just hasn't been materialized. One of the disappointments, but not the only one uh, for the Broncos this year. Looking, uh, looking ahead, you know, I don't think the Broncos will bring back uh, Joe Flacco, and uh, I don't think they're going to draft a quarterback in the first round. I think it's really up to Drew Locke. And so, uh, you, you know, down the stretch here, the Broncos are going to get a, a good look at what they have, and I think they're confident that Drew Locke can, when they do put him in there, can be their quarterback uh, from now on. So uh, have to wait and see on that. They might pick up a veteran uh, backup type instead of a starter like they did the last two years with Keenum and Flacco I think they'd be more inclined to look at a veteran uh, backup um, maybe Joe Flacco is a backup next year but I don't think the Broncos will go there with him um, the team needs uh, cornerbacks uh, John Elway and Matt Russell last week went to the Ohio State Penn State game uh, Jeff Acuna cornerback for the Buckeyes right now is a top 7-8 pick in the draft. The Broncos desperately need a cornerback, especially if they don't re-sign Chris Harris. Uh, I think the Broncos are going to try, but, uh, you know, I don't think they want to quite go as high as as Chris uh, wants to go. So uh, we'll have to see how that all works out. Um, They need a couple of receivers to go with uh, Cortland Sutton. Uh, John Brown, who they faced against the Buffalo Bills, and John Brown had a nice touchdown catch, catch against Chris Harris in that Bills game last Sunday. Uh, if, if it's not for sickle, sickle cell trait, the Broncos would have gone after him in the offseason. He just would not have been a good match here in altitude with his uh, medical condition. But uh, they need someone like that to team with Cortland Sutton. They need a, top, a guy who can take the top end off the safeties so they're not crowding the box. Uh, you can just tell with Brandon Allen not having much arm in that uh, wind, the Broncos really, are, the Bills really crowded the, the, the box and uh, blitzed, and Brandon Allen and, and the Broncos offensive line. One other thing to look for, Jawan James is practicing full uh, uh, this week, so he should play, and I do anticipate a rotation with uh, James at uh, right tackle and Elijah Wilkinson at left tackle and Garrett Bowles taking a couple series off. Wouldn't be surprised if Bowles still starts, but uh, I think he'll be on the bench uh, quite a bit on this game if James is able to go, uh, which the Broncos have been waiting on uh, all season, really, for him to get healthy. So um, 
uh, yeah, they'll have to shore up some offensive line positions. Receiver and cornerback are going to be the big needs. Derek Wolf, if he leaves, they're going to need to get another. And Shelby Harris is an unrestricted free agent. Adam Gotsis, so they're going to have to pick up some defensive linemen too. So the Broncos have needs. I've said they can turn this thing around if Drew Locke hits and they get about six picks in the first round is what they need in order to be uh, contend for the final four. Uh, they're a ways away. They're a couple years away, I would say, from, from getting back into Final Four contention. That's it for us uh, this week, uh, week 13 on Cliss's Mic Drop. Thank you very much to our guest, Devontae Harris. A nice story. Uh, a nice story and perseverance is what Devontae Harris is. So uh, we'll do this again next week as the Broncos have a tough one going against the Houston Texans, who currently lead the AFC West or AFC South and their fine quarterback, Deshaun Watson. So thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next week.